Today, we're blessed to begin a new life, because our life, our life is today, our life is now, and we're blessed to have the ability to, to grow, and the ability to have das, which is to be aware that we're able to think about life and think about changing our life, think about, to think about uh, growing, because that's really what life is. Life is when we grow and we're able to uh, experience different things. Of course, the Yetzirah wants everything to be uh, constant, and Paro is Gematria Hashana, which is every day is just the same day same experience and boredom and monotonous or whatever it is that a person uh, doesn't want to have challenges the reason that Hashem gives us challenges thank you very much the reason that Hashem gives us challenges the reason Hashem gives us challenges is in order for us to grow in order for us to be able to um, learn how to have a different perspective. Uh, the, the biggest Yetzirah is negativity, is to be negative, is for a person to look at what he's missing, for a person to look at what he doesn't have, and what is the, 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 the power of a person learning to be positive, and the power of a person learning to change and to have a different perspective on his life, most of us continue uh, in the cycle of our thinking and just going over and over of it's the same day with the same thoughts. Most of our thoughts um, are, are really the same. We, we continue as uh, one, of, one of the lines that I like a lot is, is that uh, the, the, the wheel is spinning and the hamster is dead, which means that basically our wheel and our day is spinning and, you know, the clock moves and our life uh, constantly just moves. But, but who is the person involved in the day? Who's the person involved in, in his life? And the difference between a person who's able to make the changes that he wants to make is a person who's able to take responsibility and a person who's able to, to see the good and to uh, learn how to take advantage and learn to take ownership, which I'll explain in a second, which is really why we learn uh, purity of speech, is to take ownership, thank you very much, is to take ownership on your life, which is for a person to make a decision about how he wants to live his life. And a person going ahead and saying, okay, um, I'd like to be happy. I'd like to be positive. I'd like to have better relationships. I'd like to uh, feel a different way. I'd like to um, learn how to live a certain way. And the Sahara is always going to push a person for negativity, which is you can't do it. You couldn't do it. Um, you can't recreate yourself. What's going to happen if I let go of my past? What's going to happen? Um, fear, fear of who I'm going to be because I don't know who I'm going to be. The certainty of misery versus the misery of uncertainty. So I'd rather, I'd rather be certainly miserable than be miserable in the fact that I don't know what I'm going to be. I don't know what I'm going to When you create a new day, when a person creates a new reality for himself, so he doesn't know who he's going to be. And sometimes we're afraid to let go of who we are. And the, the, you know, the example I give is, is a guy wakes up in the morning and he looks in the mirror and he doesn't recognize the guy in the mirror. He's going to scream. He'll scream and he'll say, oh my gosh, I'm in big trouble. This is not the same guy who was there yesterday. So what we do is we, we uh, imagine, right? Imagine a guy his whole life, oh, I wish my nose was smaller, I wish I had more beautiful eyes, I wish my, I'd have high cheekbones and I'd be this perfect looking 
uh, model guy. And then imagine one day you look in the mirror and you look, you look like that guy. You'd, you'd faint. You'd be scared. Uh, but you're better looking now than you did. No, but that's not you. That's not who you are. That's not you. So what's the pshat? The pshat is, is that we're afraid of growth. The Yetzirah makes it that I'm afraid to change. Because change means new. And change means uncomfortable. And change means that I, uh, I'm not sure what it's going to be like. I'm not sure. You know, my old friends and all my friends, you know, that's what I'm used to. I'm used to my friends. I'm used to, when I wake up in the morning, picking up my phone. I'm used to being, being on my phone. My phone's my best friend. What would I do without my phone? Who would I be? Maybe I'm actually lonely. Maybe I'm actually insecure. Maybe I'm actually, uh, there's something wrong with me. Maybe whatever, whatever you're going to say. So we're afraid to let go, and we're afraid to develop ourselves. And there's all the Yitzhahara. Yitzhahara wants us to be afraid to move on and to change and to grow. And what does he do? How does he feed us? He feeds us with Lashon Hara. Because what does Lashon Hara do? Let me talk about everybody else and let me be involved in everybody else but myself. Let me go ahead and let me be totally preoccupied, especially in, in this generation, especially in this generation where there's social media and you have a, 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 uh, an entertainment system that is focused totally on, on other people, which is the news, right? <clears throat> I have one more app left on my phone that I, I, I used to have a few news app, um, apps. I have one left that I've been holding on to. And yesterday, last night, I think I decided that I think I'm, I think I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get rid of it. Don't, don't clap till I do it, but thank you. Uh, I'll take the clap for the... For the, for the uh, so, I, and I'll tell you why. It's not about my wasting time. I don't, Baruch Hashem, I'm not, I don't have the time, I don't have free time really to waste. Um, but it's more that it hit me, that it hit me like, like, wh- why am I, why am I looking at that? Why am I looking at the news? Like, what is it doing for me? Like, hit me, it hit me like, why? So people are going to say, well, you got to be informed. You got to be informed of what's going on. I'm not worried about that. We'll be, there's enough, there's enough of that, that that'll seep in and I'll, I'll, someone will tell me whatever I need to know. But, but I'll tell you what hit me strong is that like, it's like, it's another, it's another thing of control, something outside of me controlling me. And it's another thing that's going to control my emotions, something else that I don't want it to be, I don't want anything to control my emotions, I want it to be. I want to be able to control my own emotions. I want to be able to think the way I think, and live the way I live, and and wake up in the morning and and feel the way I want to feel. Decide, you know, what what I want to choose. That's what it is. Which is really life. Life is bechira. When a person dies, he can't choose anything anymore. You can't choose. So that's the fact that people who are alive. Could be dead. The reason a person who, who's alive could be dead is because if you can't make the decision, if you can't make decisions, and everybody can, but if you're stuck and you can't make decisions, so I don't want to say that you're dead, but it's like a person's dead. That's why I, I always say the old, it has nothing to do with what age, what age a person is. If a person is is uh, making decisions and he's making moves, so to speak, and they don't have to be big moves. It could be little, little things that a person is doing. That is how a person becomes happy. Simcha is Belashen Smicha, as Rav Shavshofal Her says. You become happy, and you're constantly looking to change and to grow. And now that growth and change could be that you need to slow down. It could mean, need, it could mean that you need to meditate. It could be, right? Some people who work very hard, might need to, you know, take it slow and start yoga and start, you know, being more mindful. Other people who sit around all day might need to get themselves to, to, to do things. To, you know, I was speaking to someone recently and he's telling me about that when he makes his own schedule, so it's so intense because he's, he's like a perfectionist and making his own schedule. So therefore, you know, but then when someone he's into someone else's schedule, so then he feels he has no choice. 
in the matter. So I said, so let's make a schedule together, right? So we made a schedule together. Well, we didn't make a schedule, we spoke it out. And what was unbelievable is, and then he got very emotional. And, and he, was, he was emotional about it. And, and I explained to him what we were talking about. It. The reason he got emotional is because sometimes we don't realize that there's options for us. Sometimes a person thinks that this is my only option. My only option is like this. A person doesn't realize that he has options. And if a person would be open and creative to hear the options that he has, and that, that's, the, that's the beauty of reaching out to another person. That's the beauty of synergy. Is that sometimes we think, oh, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in this, and I'm stuck in this, and this is my, my like I was saying, the, the wheel is spinning, but the hamster's dead. The wheel is spinning. Oh, again, it's again, it's 1025. It's, it's uh, Sunday morning. Here I go again, here I go again. And instead of, no, I'm, I want to control my life. I want to take full responsibility over my life. And taking full responsibility over my life does not mean that it happens in one second. It takes time. It takes time. It takes patience. It takes, it takes courage. It takes courage to let go. It takes courage to let go. And that's why we, we begin with, with, with Chavetz Chaim because what we want is uh, we want the life of the Chavetz Chaim. A long life which he lived but a life that, that was filled with not anything, not ever talking about any other person except for oneself and one's own journey. It's like unbelievable to be able to live, to be able to live a life like that. Uh, to live a life of total um, investment in oneself. Go into Sada. Uh, I have a comment, yeah. Right. Your grandson's a smart man. Your grandson's a, 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 a tzaddik over here. Works on himself. It's unbelievable. Um, I mean that. Nisadol's a healthy person. You can hear it. You hear what he said? Is a, is a, a ben Torah, a, 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 a mini talmachacham, a gavaldika guy is saying that sometimes growing is taking it slow and, and, and relaxing. If I told you that three years ago, you'd, you'd, uh, you'd tell me I'm an apikaris. Huh? You would fight me on it, exactly. But what's the shot? That's growth. And you know what? I want to say this. And for another guy, you've been on vacation too much. Get out of bed. Work harder. You got to know yourself. You got to know yourself. For this guy, it might be that I got to relax. And in this area, you got to take it slow. Growth is not something that anyone can compare to anybody else. You can't compare your growth to anybody else because everybody is so different and some people come from homes and grew up a certain way and I always say this to to uh, to guys who uh, you know to, to the guys who, who've been in uh, you know who dropped out of high school and especially when I say you know guys who've gone to Waterbury and I mean this I say this with all um, with all the truth I mean this I say that I give you guys less time to change than someone else. And the reason I say it is because, great, you, you, already, you already dropped out of high school, so to speak, and you were in a place where, oh, they love you, and Rabbi Kalish loves you, and you experience all the love, and Yiddishkeit is beautiful. Great, so now what? Now what are you gonna do? It's not the shot that some guy goes to you know, a rigid high school, and he never had a proper relationship with a, with a Rebbe, and then he comes over here and, ah, ah, he could breathe. You guys have been breathing for years already, so what's the problem? And I mean that. So again, I'm not pushing anyone more, but when I look at two people, I say, this guy went to this high school, and he never had an experience of love and, and acceptance, so he might need a year or two of love and acceptance. And again, but a guy who's been getting the love and acceptance, okay, he might need more. I'm not saying you don't need more. But, but he might need something different. A person might need something different. 
And when it comes to healing, which we'll talk about now for a second, it's not a contradiction to move on and to move forward and to heal. Healing is something that, that can go in, in, at a, at a, simultaneously when you're working on yourself. It's not a contradiction. For a person thinks, oh, so if I'm waking up early and I'm working hard and, I'm, and I have a schedule, so then how am I going to heal? Right? How am I going to heal? Okay, you've got to spend your time. Spend your time healing. Spend your time. Spend an hour a day, two hours a day, an hour a week, two hours a week healing. Whatever that means, whatever that healing means, whether it means going to yoga, whether it means going to a therapist, whether it means, you know, going into your past and understanding the trauma that you've had. But why is that a contradiction to have a, to have a, to have a successful day? To have a successful day. And, and, and back to us over here with, with, with the Chavetz Chaim, but I think the key is, is that you're invested in yourself. Love of self, love of oneself, is your investment in yourself. When a person invests in himself, when a person invests in, in himself, and he takes care of himself, and he looks after himself, and he has a journal. If you don't have a journal, well, let me say it better. Right? It's so, so important for everyone to have a journal. Journal your day. Journal your schedule. Take a look at what your day looks like. Take a look at what your thoughts look like. It's so important to say, what do I think? Do I know how I think about things? Do I think negatively when I wake up in the morning? I remember I, when it hit me, I'm like, wow, I'm one of those morning people that everything is gray for me in the morning. That's just my personality. I'm gray in the morning. I'm negative in the morning. I remember, I remember having, this, having this, um, this epiphany about myself. I don't remember how long it was, long ago it was. But I remember saying like, I will always, when I'm taking a shower in the morning, when I'm getting ready uh, to, to in the morning, I will go ahead and just, my thoughts that come to me are negative thoughts. They're negative thoughts. Whether it's whatever it might be. Whatever it might be, they're negative thoughts. And I said to myself, I'm changing that. I gotta change that. Gotta change that. So what did I do because of that? One of the things I did because of affirmations in the morning. While I'm getting ready, I'll, I'll be listening to affirmations or I'll say affirmations or gratitude because what that does is it, it flexes my positivity muscles and it makes my 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 feelings get better because because when i think good thoughts i feel good feelings that's the way it works your thoughts create create your feelings if you have good thoughts you'll feel good if you have negative thoughts you'll feel negative that's just the way it goes and you can't wait for positive thoughts to hit you there's nothing it's going to happen that you're going to look at someone you're going to see negativity that's going to happen question is, what do I do with that? How do I change myself to be someone who's more positive? Okay, question, comments, and we'll learn the halacha in Chavetz Chaim. Yes, Avi. Pretty cool, like, pretty crazy to see, like, sometimes they have the negative thoughts, and you think that's reality. Right, right. But it's not. But it's like crazy, you get stuck in that. I love it. I love it. What Avi's saying is, is something so powerful and it's so true. Is that, is that whoever said, I think, therefore I am, right, is that it's not true. Sometimes we believe our thoughts. When we believe our thoughts, that's when we suffer. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. It's a little crazy, right? It's just a thought. But the Yitzhahara gets in, but that's why, that's why Avi, based on what you're saying... I, I, I'm telling anyone here, if you try and learn to, to create your thoughts and, and, and control your thoughts, whether it's every day writing down certain things, whether it's having a partner where you could do gratitude with in the mornings or in the afternoons, to have someone to, it depends what, you're, what, what, what gets you more, whether it's writing, whether it's talking, whether, whether it's listening. When I listen to affirmations within myself and I have someone else tell me affirmations about me because there are different types of affirmations it could be I am this or you are that in affirmations so I do well when I hear you are that that's what I like it, it gets me even more so you got to find what you like and what gets your mind going in the right way but yes correct negative thoughts that come to a person are just it's just a thought it's just a thought 
what happens is when we've heard that thought and we've repeated that thought over and over since we're probably three years old, four years old, could be even younger, and you've been hearing the thought and you're 19, how old are you? 18, 19? 18 years old. All right, you're, you're, you're young. When you have 18 years, of, but when you have 18 years or 10 years, let's say 15 years for sure, 13 years of the same thought, so then it becomes reality. Becomes reality. Becomes reality. And you can change. But that's what's great about that you can change reality, Avi. Yichab. How, how do I change the reality? I change my thought. You change your thought. Ain't unielabedas. You change your thought, right? Right? A paradigm shift, right? You have your roommate who's messy, and then you realize that, wow, that's such a great gift that I have a, 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 a roommate who's messy because. I now have a choice that I can make. I can leave the room. I can leave the room and make a decision that I want to live a different life. I could, I could handle it. I could judge him. There are a million variables of how to deal with a messy roommate or a selfish roommate. And that can help you in your life tremendously. Beautiful, Abba. Yes, Yehuda. Yeah. Glenn. We call him Glenn, right? That's his name, right? What's his name? Glenn Beck? No. What's his first name right? Beck. Oh, his first name? I think he's right. Arab. He's Arab? Aaron Beck. Oh, Aaron Beck. Okay. So, Yeah. What is it called? Feeling Good? What's the... What's that? What's the... That book? Feeling Good? Is that his... Is that his book? Yeah. Take a, take a, so what is it again? Take, give yourself. Yeah, yeah no, but I. Right, so you can. Right, beautiful, it's true. Thank you, Yehuda. Amazing. It's true, that's the, uh, the, the, the wheel is spinning and the hamster is dead because my thoughts are, are racing and like Avi's saying, is that I think that everything that I think is true. And, and if I stop for a second and I, re, re, uh, I rethink things, no pun intended, but it's true. You rethink your life. Yeah, I think, the, I think his book is Feeling Good. Feeling Good. Um, that was very, very popular back in the day, um, about 20, 20, 25 years ago. Um, CBT, right, cognitive uh, changing your thoughts, which is true is very powerful changing your thoughts so yeah amazing yes mayor hi um i wasn't gonna share but there's like this thing that every single time you do something i find myself uh you know uh, like uh, copying him afterwards happening since i was like you and uh well, Hashem, there's, there's, he's a good it's good that he's He's a great guy, so you copy. Right, right, exactly. Well, well, so far I'm doing okay. Right, you're doing great. <laughs> um, I, uh, I was thinking, uh, uh, it hit me very, very hard. Uh, we had this in the last uh, anxiety group, which is very much based off of a lot of things that we're saying here. But um, it hit me very hard for some reason this time that when we speak about being able to uh, pause and to observe our thoughts, Observe our feelings and to like look at them, see them, think about them, question them. Um, that that means that there's somebody else here besides for my thoughts and my feelings. That right. my thoughts are a fact. That my feelings are a fact. Oh, right. I, I feel like a piece of garbage. It must be that I'm a piece of garbage. There's something very powerful when I can look at my thoughts and my feelings. That means that hold on, there's somebody here besides for my thoughts and feelings who can talk, who can choose, who can. And, uh, you know, like, maybe, you know, and there's, like, somebody here. Like, who is that? Beautiful. Looking at these 
Beautiful. 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 Yeah, amazing, amazing. Beautiful. Yes, yes. Basically, we are. We have. We have more power in our life, and more power of who we are and how we can feel and what we can do than we think. That's that's the uh, that's the bottom line. The the line. Um, I think I heard this from my father, Allah Shalom. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right. So whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are right, right? Because uh, if you just change the way you think, then suddenly you can. And, and the power, like Mayer is saying, uh, the power uh, to be able to create whatever thought you, you want to have, that, that, that means you are so powerful if you think about it. If you think about it, if, if, uh, if I could think positive thoughts about myself, about situations, about who I am, of who I want to be, and create. That's why creating, you could create yourself to be what it is that you want to create yourself. It's all up to you. That's the irony. That's the irony and the, the, what's scary about life. What's scary about life is when we become a victim to life and we think that, no, I can't change, I can't change, I can't change, I can't change. And then you live your life and then uh, your life, uh, you know, you, you end up living this type of life. Nobody ends up living any life. It's the life that you created. You are where you are because you created that circumstance. I'm not talking about a 10-year-old kid, someone who's 10 years old, someone who's 13 years old. So I don't know, I, I can't say, you know, I can't tell him you're responsible of where you are. He listened to his parents and he uh, just uh, is sort of, um, you know, held captive, you know, in a, it could be in a positive way um, of, of where he is. But when a person becomes... When a person's 18 years old and a person's 19 years old and a person is, you know, able to begin to choose his life, then the, the finger, uh, you know, starts, starts pointing. As Zalmi, as Zalmi Botwinik uh, said and says uh, all the time, it might not be your fault, but it's definitely your responsibility. So it's not your fault. It's not your fault that you're a negative guy. It's not your fault that you're an angry guy. It's not your fault that you're on your phone all day because that's what Hashem, that's, that's the world that we live in. It's not your fault that you're, that you're um, sad or that you have to do this or this or that. But it's your responsibility to change that. It's your responsibility to say, okay, I want to be a happy person. I want to be, be someone who is, who is connected to truth, who's connected to life. And like I said yesterday, I just want to, because this is very important, I think, for everyone to hear also. If you were a Muslim or you were a Christian, so we could leave it at that. And you could say, okay, my goal is to just help myself and I'm not going to connect myself to Torah and to tefillah because I'm a Muslim or I'm a Christian. That would be great. But the truth is, Hashem made you a Jew. So if Hashem made you a Jew, you want, you, you're going to have to ask yourself, What's my responsibility as a Jew? What am I responsible to do as a Jew? And that's a very strong question as well. That's a very hard question sometimes for people to hear, is to say, what is my responsibility as a Jew? What does it mean to be a Jew? What do I know about the Jewish people? What do I know about God? What do I know about the Torah? Not what were my experiences. Not what did I experience. Right, but what is what is Judaism about? What is what is Yiddishkeit? What is Torah and and Avodas Hashem and the Tzaddikim? What's that about? We assume that we know. It's the same thing that Avi was saying. We assume that we know what what Judaism is based on our thoughts or based on our experiences, as opposed to what I can create and what what it is that I I the way I want to experience Judaism. Okay, with that in mind, let's begin. Question, comments, again, before we begin the halacha, um, speaking Lashon Hara. And again, the reason it's so important not to speak Lashon Hara and for a person to be focused on not speaking Lashon Hara is because you, a person could spend his whole day uh, thinking of other people and his negativity. Motzi Ra um, is Mitzorah. 
is when a person has negativity inside of himself, so he spits out that which he has inside of himself. When you see negative, it's because you have within yourself that negativity. And the more a person stops speaking about other people, what it does is, is it forces a person to deal with himself. It forces a person to deal with what's bothering him on the inside. Okay, with that we begin the halachan practice. About whom is it forbidden to speak Lashon Hara? Children. People think that since children are young, it is permitted to talk about them, which is not true. Behavior which is considered age-appropriate for that child is permissible to relay. For example, you are allowed to say that there is so much competition between my five- and six-year-old cousins. They keep on fighting. Or to say the two-year-old next door throws tantrums whenever he wants something. So those are things that are permissible, right? Why? Because it's appropriate for two-year-old children to throw tantrums. It's appropriate, it's, it's, it's something that is age-appropriate for five- and six-year-old cousins to keep on fighting, right? That's a, that's a, a, a normal, typical thing that, that kids do. However, there's an exception to the rule. If as a result of discussing a child's negative behavior, even if, if it is age-appropriate, you will cause the child harm, then it is forbidden. Or if people will, will let's say, look at the parents negatively, then, then you're not allowed to say it. But if you're just saying it as a matter of fact that these kids or this kid is, is uh, acting a certain way, then it would be permissible. Okay, question, comments, and then we'll begin... And the Sulsi Sharam. Okay, beautiful. Yes, Mayor. should help all of us, we should be Zoha to not be worried and busy with other people but to be busy and worried well, I don't know, uh, worried but to be on top of ourselves and in our uh, life as Menachem Goldberger says and said at least the dog is chasing its own tail at least the dog is chasing its own tail and as opposed to sometimes we could chase somebody else's tail and to think about where are most of my thoughts, or my thoughts in, in the world of other people, as we've said many times, that's when, that's when we suffer. The times that we suffer mentally and emotionally is when we are trying to control other people, and when we are in other people's minds and hearts, as opposed to myself. When, when a person is able, and I think Mayor, it's a little bit like what you were just saying, is that when a person is worried about what this guy's gonna think, and a person's worried about what this one's gonna think, as opposed to a person saying, okay, I, I, I need to express what I need to express, and I, it's important for me to open myself up. M- many times um, I've, I've seen, and I think all of us have seen that, that the people, someone who's stressed, and someone who has difficulty, and someone who is fighting with things, and he's alone, as he's alone, 
and, and you're not sharing with somebody else, and you're not opening up to say that it's hard for me, it's difficult for me, I'm, I'm challenged with this thing, this thing is difficult, and we hold it inside, and we don't share it, we don't share it, we're afraid to share it, we're afraid to share, we're, we're afraid, what's funny, the irony is, we're afraid to expose ourselves, but we expose ourselves by not, by not, by not sharing it. It's people. People are aware. People can tell. People can tell. People can see it. Hashem will help all of us. Will be zocha to see the good in other people, to see the good in ourselves, and just to remember that the Yitzhahara is very negative. The Yitzhahara always wants us to fo- focus on that which we're missing. Yitzhahara doesn't want us to focus on that which what, which what we have. As in this week's parsha coming up, the difference between Yaakov and Esav is Yaakov says, Yesh li kol. Yaakov says, I have everything. Esav says, Yesh li rav. Esav is always saying, I'm missing something. There's something that I'm missing. And it's, and it's normal for a person. It's, it, it makes sense for a person to, to think negatively. If a person says, okay, oh, I don't want to, I got to stop thinking negatively, I got to stop thinking negatively. It's, it's a normal thing for a person. It's a, tip, it's, a, it's a natural thing for a person to think negatively. And the more a person learns to think positively, and it's a process, and it takes time, time and patience. So Hashem will help each and every one of us. We should be zocha. We should be zocha to see the good in ourselves, to see the good in others, and 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 to remember that happy people uh, don't have gratitude, but people with gratitude are happy. People who focus on what I have are happy. People fo- focus on what I'm missing are the people who are not happy. So the more a person focuses on his blessings and what he has, that will help a person to become happy. Okay. Um, let us begin uh, just for a few minutes uh, in Masil Susharim, where we're talking about anava, humility, and humility to be humble is, is a very, very powerful midah for a person to have because when a person has humility so it brings with it as Ramchal said it brings with it a tremendous tremendous power it takes him away from a lot of obstacles it makes a person uh, not worried so much about this world he doesn't worry so much about things people like him people get along with him people uh, he doesn't get angry he doesn't fight with people. He's someone who, who people really, really enjoy being around. People trust him. People are uh, able to connect with him. And the Ramchal said that the Mida of Anava, obviously it's on the 23rd, we're in the 23rd Perak. The Mida of Anava is a very high level. Um, I want to focus on two parts that the Ramchal says, we spoke a little bit about this on Thursday, but I want to revisit it because it's very powerful. Um, two, <clears throat> two points that I want to talk about today. The first point is, Chulshas HaSeichel HaNoishi. And we are actually just talking about that. Avi uh, Gross mentioned that. Chulshas HaSeichel HaNoishi means is that my thinking many times is wrong. My thoughts are wrong. That's what he says. V'rov to he says, Is that a person many times is wrong in his thinking. And if a person would learn and realize that maybe I'm not 100% right, and this is what we speak about having somebody to talk to, someone to, to uh, reflect on you, because there's only one person in the world who you can't see, and that's yourself. You can see everybody else, but you can't see yourself. And there's a part of you that is very difficult for a person to see. And when a person asks somebody and says, you know what, why don't you tell me what I need to work on? Why don't you give me insight into me? So what happens is, when a person thinks that he has it right, when a person, that's what he says, It's very important for a person to get advice from friends, to get advice from people who are older than him, to get advice even from someone who might be younger than you, who knows you. 
because what I what I what I what I've noticed in sometimes in people is that is that it's something we spoke about earlier is that sometimes we're afraid to listen to what people have to say because sometimes people are going to tell me the truth about myself and sometimes it's difficult for a person to hear that and I'd rather go ahead and live my life pretending that I'm right than than being able to hear, we can get very defensive. The ego, that's what the ego does. The ego makes us very, very defensive and makes us not be able to hear our weaknesses. And I always say, you know, when, when I'd, rather, I'd rather listen to somebody else, I'd rather listen to someone else and um, sort of give, give that person, Ezeu Chacham Alomid Mikol Adam, Right? I know my thoughts. I know what I think about things. You don't need to tell yourself what you think about things. But the more a person is able to go ahead and listen to other people and to hear other perspectives, it's only going to make you stronger and only going to make a person better. Question, comments on that, please. And then we'll go to Mafside Mida Hazos. Rabbi Tzvi. Yeah. begin with why people have trouble being humble, and we'll end off with that. Says Ramchal, Why do people have difficulty being humble? So he says, As it says, Part of the reason that a person doesn't have to listen to other people, and he doesn't have to be humble, is because he has everything uh, right in front of him. He has his three meals a day, he has his air conditioning, he has his food, he has his comfort, and he has everything anyway. So why would I have to uh, get out of uh, my, my being comfortable? One of the biggest challenges that people have is becoming uncomfortable. And especially in our generation where we're so, so comfortable, so why would I at, at all Right? It's very uncomfortable, as Rabbi Tzvi is saying. It's uncomfortable to, to change oneself. I don't want to change. I don't want to think that maybe I'm wrong, change a direction. I have everything perfectly the way it is. When a person learns to be somebody who is comfortable, even though I don't like saying comfortable being uncomfortable, but when a person gets used to being uncomfortable, so then it doesn't bother him to change things up. When a person is stuck, and a person is stuck in his ways, and he has to have all these things around him that are making him feel good, that make him feel that he's comfortable and he's got everything, so I don't want to change that. When a person learns that that's not what life is about, when a person learns that life is about being uncomfortable, and that life 
is about, doesn't mean that a person can't go on vacation. It doesn't mean that a person can't have the food that he needs. It doesn't mean that a person can't sleep in a comfortable bed. It doesn't mean that you can't be physically uncomfortable. But when your attitude in life, when a person's attitude in life, which also promotes laziness, one of the promotions of laziness is that I need everything just to feel right. I need everything to feel inside right and outside right. And when a person is not able to say, you know what, I could be a little bit uncomfortable. I could go ahead and not feel uh, perfect. You know, one of the examples I, I tell someone is when they're walking into a room with a lot of people and people always want to say, oh, I'm walking into a place with a lot of people, a new shul, you're walking into a new place, you're walking into a, a, a party with a lot of people, oh, I got to feel comfortable. Who says you got to feel comfortable? Who told you you got to feel comfortable? It's very normal for a person to feel uncomfortable. It's very normal when a person meets somebody new to feel uncomfortable. And when our desire is that everything has to be comfortable, everything has to be sort of perfect, I'm not allowed to feel a little bit anxiety. I'm not allowed to feel insecure. I'm not allowed to feel vulnerable. I'm not allowed to feel that I, that I am missing something. So what happens is we go ahead and we'll compensate and we'll do all these things to try and help us feel a certain way. And then what happens is we put on masks. That, that's when we start masking ourselves. And we have to smile and we have to say the right thing or we have to then take the shot of vodka. We have to go ahead and do something in order that I feel good. But a humble person says, you know what? I'm not feeling so good. I'm not feeling so good. I'm not having the best day. You know what? Um, things are not going so well for me, right? A humble person can say, it's not so comfortable for me. It's not so comfortable for me. And when a person's used to everything being just right, and everything has to be just right for him, so then that's where a person can fall into the trap of, of not being humble. And a person can fall into the trap of, I need everything to be a certain way. And I need all, every, every, I need approval. Right? I need everyone to like me. I need everyone to agree with me. I need everyone to, to applaud me. I need everyone to say that I'm doing great, I'm doing great, because what would happen if I feel like I'm not doing great? And, then, and I ask us, I ask all of us, what's wrong with saying that I'm not, I'm not doing so great? What's wrong with a person saying that I have things that I have to work on? Especially when you're younger. When you're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, it's much easier for a person to say, yeah, that's why I'm in yeshiva. That's why I'm here. Right? When you get older and older, it's a little bit harder to admit, as Rabbi Tzvi's story, it's a much dangerous thing for someone to admit to say that I'm not being a good father, I'm not being a good husband. That's much more dangerous than saying I'm 18, 19 years old and I'm confused about life and I don't get this and I don't get this and things are not, don't make sense to me. That's how a person begins to figure it out. Question, comments, and then we'll wrap up for today. Yes, Yehuda. Said the, you said the word, you know, is reality, authentic, sustainable happiness, let alone emotion, sustainable happiness. Sustainable happiness is when I'm connected to reality. And then my reality is, is, that, is that I'm uncomfortable. There's nothing wrong with being uncomfortable. Why, why am I not? The Ramchal is saying where it starts from. It starts from I gotta be comfortable all the time. That's where he's saying it starts from. It starts from I gotta be comfortable all the time. So if I'm uncomfortable, there's a problem. Ramchal says that's not true. Why is that true? So I'm uncomfortable. 
Who says that I, if I go walk into a, a place that I'm not allowed to be uncomfortable? It's the exact opposite. Maybe uh, Menachem Goldberger had his uh, uh, his little you know son over Shabbos, and when I said hi, and Menachem says as he was walking into the dining room, so you saw this one-year-old uh, cute baby. Uh, his son was getting all shy, right? I said, I said, that's good. That's normal. It's normal. I made a joke to him. I said, maybe give him one of his lips. Maybe put on his lips some vodka. Maybe he won't feel as as uh, nervous as uh, you know as going going in, right? What well, what's wrong with a little kid? What's wrong with a one-year-old kid being all nervous that there are all these people? That's great. That's very healthy. If you're 18 years old and you're walking into a room, or you're 20 years old, or you're 30 years old, but for sure when you're 18, because when you're 18, 19, 20, you're you're even more self-conscious. You're even more self-conscious because, oh, how the girl's looking at me, how the guy's looking at me, am I cool, am I popular, am I this? So, of course, you expect yourself not to be self-conscious? Of course you're self-conscious. Of course. Why can't I be self-conscious? It's very normal. It's reality to be self-conscious. And what does society tell us? Society tells us the exact opposite. Don't be self-conscious. Don't don't be self-conscious. Don't be self-conscious. You're not allowed to be self-conscious. You're not allowed to have 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 you know to feel those feelings. Post it on post post your beautiful life on 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 you know on on uh, on whatever Instagram, whatever they do, wherever I don't know what the I don't know where they post these. Does anyone ever post? I'm having a miserable day. Would that get a lot of likes? Maybe they'll start doing that. I don't know. It'll become popular to, to have like I don't know how that works. Does anyone is there like an app like that? Is there a is there a popular thing for people to post? There is. There's people. There's starting. And what do they get from that? Attention and people like people like that. They bully people like that. Exactly. You'll be bullied if you say right, right, right. You're doing this for attention. And the guy who's posting, he's having a good time. He's not doing it for attention. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's nuts. It's, it's, it's crazy. We live in a crazy world that I can't say that I have a problem. I can't say that I'm insecure. If you say that you're insecure and you say that I'm nervous, so then there's something wrong with you. No, there's something right with you. If you're nervous and you're self-conscious and you're insecure, that means you're, you're, there's something right with you. That makes sense. That makes sense. You have anxiety. People say, oh, I have too much anxiety. I have too much anxiety. What, what does that mean? The more anxiety you have, the more power you have. That's the way it works. If you're loaded with anxiety, that means you're loaded with power. You're loaded with power. Just you got to learn how to harness it. got to learn how to deal with it. If you're loaded with insecurities, that means you have so much, you have so much uh, inside of you that you want to be. You have so much that you can heal. You have so much about yourself. Thank you, Yehuda. Thank you, Yehuda. I love it. Yes. I just want to make a quick statement. Yeah, please. Personality, personal, and Greek means mask. Yeah, well, one more time. Personal, personality, and Greek means mask. Nice. Back in Latin America, we used to do like Broadway movies. And there would be one man in the play. And he would put on a mask every different character. Put on a different mask. One person. So, you really, this mask, you really gotta ask yourself, is it, it gets stuck to your face? Is this Beautiful. personality? Beautiful. Is it actually me? Or is Beautiful. It, is it the mask? Beautiful. 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 Wow. That's amazing. I love that. I love that. I love that. That is amazing. Right? You want to ask yourself, is this me or is this? And that's where I think people have trouble. Sure, what you're saying is very deep. People have trouble because when you start putting on your mask when you're five years old and you're four years old, you think that's who you are. That's really not who you are. And you sort of put on this thing and then you don't know who you're going to be when you take off that mask. You're afraid to take off the mask that you've been wearing for 10, 15 years. Because you're like, uh-oh, then I might just be this, this, this little kid who's vulnerable, who's insecure, etc. You're putting up a 
you're putting up a, you know, a facade, which is also the same thing. It's a facade. Amazing. Wow. Very powerful. Yes, I'm Yaakov. And then we'll end off. Um, one, why is anxiety power? Right. One, why is anxiety power? And two, why do we clap for people in the sense of All right, that's an old question. Yeah, one second. I yeah. missed it. I'm okay, yeah. So number one, so number one just to answer um, your first question, is um, anxiety is power because one of the one of the um, one of the points of anxiety is there's something called um, natural anxiety. Natural anxiety is is when you're going to fight with somebody or you're going to play a ball game, right? So you have power and you're going to put it in 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 a, in in somewhere. Someone who has anxiety has emotions, he has passion, he wants to do things, he wants to go somewhere. When a person sits around and does nothing all day, so where does all of that energy go? That's one simple reason why the more, the more you have going on, it means you, you, you want to go out there, you want to do things. You have a lot to conquer, you have a lot to do, and that's why Hashem gives us these you know, feelings and these... Um, you know, emotions that, that, that my, my mind is a strong mind. When a person watches, when a person is on his phone, right? There used to be a time where, where a person wouldn't spend time on, on numbing his brain and his brain is not thinking. When a guy's watching a movie, what is he doing? What, what, what's your brain doing? You're sitting there like this. If a guy sits on his phone where he's watching a movie for five, six hours, you know what he's doing? He's just sitting there like this. This is what he's doing for five hours. He's not doing, he's not doing anything. A body is made to run, to do, to conquer. Your brain is, was given to you to think, to, to have critical thinking. But when a person is numbed, well, I don't even know if the word is numb, when he's kidnapped and brainwashed, not even brainwashed, when a person's brain is taken over by angry birds or by, uh, or by uh, whatever it's called, uh, Call of Duty, and he's sitting there. That, that's, not, that's not what your brain was put there. You want to go to Gaza and you want to you fight? You want to get really... That's anxiety. That's, that's anxiety. That's where you're going to get ahead. That's where you'll be able to put in your stuff. But, if, but, but in our generation, if you just sit around... Where is it all going? So the more you have, the more you have, just you don't have a place to put it. Make sense? Shkoch Avram Yaakov. And I'm going to say it again. I'm not sure why he's asking it now. I think Shimi asked it the first day so we could chazer it over. Right? One of the reasons why, I don't know why, one of the reasons why we, we clap, one of the reasons we clap is because um, it's exactly what we're talking about. We're, 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 we're celebrating the fact that people are sharing. Because we live in a world where nobody wants to share. Everybody wants to hold everything inside. And we're celebrating when somebody shares something about themselves. Whether it's a question, whether it's a comment, and they're sharing of Avram Yaakov, that Avram Yaakov wants to know why is this like this. And he's open enough and sometimes it's uncomfortable to ask a question in public I don't know who's comfortable who's not comfortable and we encourage in this yeshiva we encourage in this yeshiva to be open there's nothing to be embarrassed about there's nothing to be embarrassed about everyone at the end of the day goes through basically the same things we all go through the same things we go through being insecure. We want to prove ourselves to everybody. We want approval. Everybody wants everyone to love them. We want to be accepted. We want to have good relationships. So what's the big deal? Say, yes, I have trouble. I'm having trouble with this thing. Great. That's a, that gets a clap. Yes. I struggle with, that's when I was talking about the news app. I want to get rid of my, my news app. Great. That, that means because I struggle. It's beautiful to struggle. We celebrate struggle. We love the struggle. We love the struggle because that's what life is about. That's one of the reasons. Is that good? Good. Okay. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Uh, one, of the, one of the biggest challenges 
when, when you're younger is to worry about the future. We worry about what's going to be. We worry about our future. The greatest thing a person can do for his future is he can have a great today. When a person has a great today and a person builds himself today, that's the best thing that a person can do for his future. The best thing you can do for your future is to try and focus on having an amazing day. Hashem will help all of us. We should be Zoha to have an amazing day, to focus on creating a great day. Think about how can I have a great day? What can I do? I just want to say anyone who's in Masil's Yisharim, and anyone who's starting off your day like this, it definitely can tell you to come back. All I can tell you is that those, uh, you know, when I see Yehuda Mattel, when I see Mayor Mattel, um, and I see uh, Yoni Cohn, right, Yehuda Reis, Yitzhi Grunwald, and I see many of you who've been here for many years, many years, right? And uh, it's a tremendous inspiration. Reb Zev, when I look around and I see people who come back, when you come back, I guarantee, guaranteed, guaranteed sanity. Guaranteed sanity. Because the more you talk about things like this, the more your brain begins and your heart begins to understand really who you are, what life is about, and we need to just chazer, we need to review it as much as we can, as, as the quote, quote chat's profile picture is, motivation doesn't last and neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. So learning about life does not last. It will not last beyond, okay, hopefully it'll last a day. By tomorrow, we could forget about all the things we spoke about. So it's good to come back. The chaz are over. Hashem should help us all create an amazing day. Have a wonderful day, everybody.